Hi, y'all. This is Carrie D. from Coffee with Carrie. It's such a privilege to do this adventure we call homeschooling with you. Thank you for tuning in again and walking this homeschooling journey with us. If you're new to us, you can find us on Instagram at Coffee with Carrie Consultant or at our website, coffeewithcarrie.org. It's our prayer that our website, our homeschooling consulting services, our podcast, and our new book, Just Breathe, will help you homeschool one step at a time, one day at a time, and one cup of coffee at a time. So pour yourself a cup of coffee, put your feet up, and take a little coffee break with me. Today, I'm answering one of the questions most moms ask me all the time. What does a typical homeschooling day look like? Well, surprisingly, a typical day of homeschooling will look and sound a little different in every home. It really depends mainly on the family's homeschooling mission statement, or their educational goals for the year, or for their overall goals for their entire homeschooling journey. Some families put more emphasis on the arts or music. Some families put more emphasis on math and sciences, or more emphasis on traveling or reading or history. So it really depends on your family's priorities as to what your typical day will look like. But with that in mind, I understand how reassuring or comforting it might be to take a peek into someone else's homeschooling day to see what it might look or sound like. And even though every family is different and different states have different requirements, there's a general outline or framework that's quote unquote typical. And it looks something like this. You get up, you do your chores, you eat, you pray, do some schoolwork, take a break, do some schoolwork, have lunch, have some play or quiet time, clean, maybe, eat some dinner, do your bedtime rituals, and then start over. The flexibility in our homeschooling comes in the boxes that we call school time. Since everyone's typical day may look different, I'd rather talk about what makes a good day instead of what makes up a typical day. So let's keep in mind, if your expectation is to have a good day every day with every child in every subject, well, then you're going to have a lot of disappointing days. But if your aim is to have way more good or at least productive days than chaotic days, and if we can accept the fact that we will have some bad days or weeks or seasons, then we're off to a realistic and great start. So a great day is one where you not only cover everything you wanted to cover, but everyone is happy and smiling. But I don't want to pressure you or me into thinking every day has to be a great day. When our family has one of those great days, I'm doing my happy dance and I'm praising the Lord. But after 20 plus years of homeschooling, I respond this way to great days because I realize those kinds of days are not typical. So I'm super thankful and super excited when they happen. But in all honesty, on many days, I just have to fake it till I make it and drink lots of coffee and pretend I know what I'm doing. So instead of looking at a good day as a to-do list of lessons to check off or as a number of minutes that you want to spend on different activities or as a number of pages that you want your kids to complete in their workbooks, let's change the focus a little bit to a good day is a day when we're able to nourish our children's souls, feed their minds, and quench their curiosity thirst. At the end of each day, try asking yourself the following question. Today, did we do some reading, some writing, some problem solving, some creating, 
some moving, some resting, some time with God, some time in nature, and some time caring for each other in our home. It may sound like a lot, but it really isn't. These are just simple things you can do to add beauty to your child's day, cover the basics, whet their appetite for knowledge, and help them have a balanced day. So what were those things again? So in your day, try to include some time for reading, writing, problem solving, some time to create, to move or exercise, to rest, time for some worshiping and praying, exploring nature, and time to love and care for each other in your home. And you decide how much time you spend on each thing. That's the beauty of homeschooling. Some days or some weeks, you may find some things need more attention or more time, depending on what's going on in your family or in your home. But basically, if your child has had an opportunity to do each of these things sometime during the day, then consider it a good homeschooling day. Now remember, this is not a strict must-do list. These are just questions to ask yourself about each day as you plan or as you evaluate your time spent together. How can you make time for some reading? What opportunities are there for your child to be creative, to explore, or to play during the day? In what ways can you use their problem-solving skills and practice some skills that they're learning? How can you make sure during the day they have time to spend with God in prayer, time with family, and time to just be and rest? Check out our website, coffeewithcarry.org. I have a beautiful handout with these nine things listed on them. You can download it for free to help you remind you what's important as you think about each day. So let's look at each one so you can see just how easy it is to include them into your day. And it's really easy to include these things each day if you also consider homeschooling as a way of life, not just a time of day. And that learning happens just as much outside the classroom as it does during school time. You'll be amazed at how easy it is to provide opportunities in your day for each of these things. So let's look at reading first. As a family, you can read for 10 minutes each day or for an hour. It really depends on whatever you feel most comfortable with. My favorite was when I would catch one of my kids reading to a stuffed animal. Read aloud and listening to Audible are super simple ways to add some reading time into their day. What about writing? Well, everyone can write something each day. It can be a formal writing lesson or just something fun to write. It could even be just writing cards for grandma or doing some copy work. There are tons of creative ways to include five, ten minutes of writing each day. And how fun is it to create something every day? And it doesn't have to be anything fancy. It can be artwork, maybe some music, a poem, a scarf, a meal. It doesn't really matter. God created us to create, so make sure there's time each day for your children to learn a new skill or to practice one that they already know, and then perhaps give them the opportunity to use this skill or gift to bless others. Now, especially with so much online learning and COVID restrictions, it's super important your kiddos move every day. You can move for 10 minutes, for an hour, or move a little all day long. It's really up to you, depending on what's most important to you and your family, and depending on where you live. But it's super easy to include time for your kids to move, exercise, climb, or just go play outside. Let's look at the one most moms feel most apprehensive about, math. 
It's also super easy to provide opportunities to solve problems or do math every day. You can do math for 10 minutes a day or for 50 minutes a day, depending on the skill level of your child. Or you can solve puzzles, riddles, or real problems that your family's trying to solve. Just spend some time each day either creatively solving problems or practicing solving computational problems. And what about exploring? Spend time in nature and outdoors every day. Again, it can be as little as 10 minutes a day, or it could be all day long. It really doesn't matter just as long as your child has an opportunity to appreciate and explore God's creation each day. And definitely make sure there's time each day to rest a little, or a lot. (laughs) This really depends on the kind of day or week you're having or the age of your child. But make time to rest so both you and your child can refresh and refocus each day. Most importantly, spend time with the Lord each day, alone and with the family. You can listen to worship music, sing songs, pray together, praise and thank God, do a little devotion together, watch church together, listen to a sermon, do a little Bible study. Just make sure your kids see you spending time with the Lord and provide opportunities each day for them to worship the Lord. And finally, spend time each day caring for each other and for your home. Give some hugs. Spend some extra time with one particular child. Run some errands together. Do a few chores as a family. Play that game your child's been begging to play. Call grandma. Pray for each other. It really doesn't matter because a little goes a long way. Just take time each day to care for each other and to care for your home. If your child has had time to experience each of these things in his day, then it really has been a good day. If each day has just a little bit of beauty, a little bit of handiwork, some imaginative time, and some academics, then it really has been a good day. Caution! Don't make this checklist of questions your new rule of law. If you don't get to writing one day or cleaning something or creating something, it's okay. These are just goals. This little list of reflection questions is only there to help you remember what's important and to help keep your day and your homeschool balanced. So what do you do when it's one of those days? Because we all have them. You know, that day where nothing goes right, there's tons of interruptions, your appliances or your car breaks down, and at least one child ends up on the floor in a heap of tears. These days will happen, so on those really bad days, Be prepared to pick just one or two things you can do as a family that will relieve the stress and the tears, and just do those things that day. Take a break if you need to, and only do art all day, or play games all day, or go for a hike. If that means you spend the day reading and listening to music, then do it. If the house is a mess and you can't stand it anymore, then spend the day cleaning as a family and cooking meals for the rest of the week. And if you need to, Just keep eliminating things and activities until the chaos subsides. Keep in mind, guys, it's only one day. It's really going to be okay. Your kids are going to be okay. You aren't keeping them out of college because you skipped a day of schoolwork. And even if all else fails, you can still claim your day as a quote-unquote good day if you only do two things. Read together from a good book and read together from the good book. 
If all you did today was open up God's Word together, and then sometime during the day you read aloud as a family from some great classic, then you know what? It was a good enough day. And never feel guilty about taking a ditch day or ordering takeout. It really is okay, mamas. Our kids learn more by watching how we respond to difficulties, pressures, and adversities than what we teach them out of a textbook. And in the grand scheme of things, learning life lessons far outweighs the academic ones. Albert Einstein once said, education is what remains after one has forgotten what one has learned in school. Now, I don't want you to think our family never does schoolwork or that academics are not a priority. Excellence is very important to my husband and I. It is very important to us that our kids are prepared for life post-graduation, whatever that life may look like for each of them. The three R's are important and state requirements for graduation are very important. But we want to make sure our kids also have ample time to explore God's beautiful creation, to create, to build relationships, to, to learn how to do good, honest work, and to have a heart for God and His people. And they won't find any of these things inside of a textbook or in some box curriculum. So remember, take time each day to nourish their hearts, feed their souls, and to quench their God-given thirst for knowledge by giving them time each day to read something, to write something, to move a little, to create something, to solve something, to explore, to spend time with God and in nature, and to care for each other. These things may not look or sound like a typical school day, but they are the things that make up a really good homeschooling day. If you want more information about how to simplify your homeschooling and to focus on what's really important this coming school year, then check out my new book, Just Breathe and Take a Sip of Coffee, Homeschool and Step with God. It's available right now for purchase on Amazon. Thank you for hanging out with us and for joining us for this little coffee break. If this is your first time joining us, you can find us at our website, coffeewithcarry.org. We also have daily devotions and homeschooling tips at our Instagram account, Coffee with Carrie Consultant. Don't forget to check out our website at coffeewithcarry.org for the beautiful handout that you can use to help you plan each day. You can print it and put it in your planner. It has these nine questions on it. If you heard something you liked, then share our podcast, our Instagram website, or our new book, Just Breathe, with a friend who might need a little encouragement today or share it with a friend who's new to homeschooling this year. We're praying for you. Stay healthy. God bless, and see you next time.